0: Content warning: for dehumanization and intense violence. Check the description for details and timestamps. On the coldest nights of the year, the imperial railways are all but abandoned. Throughout the Imperium, the tracks freeze, blocking any locomotive foolish enough to challenge nature. And so, on these nights, locomotives like the Pride of Duskwall stay in the depot for repairs and maintenance, while the line are allowed a rare break for gratitude. Not gratitude towards them, but the Feast of Gratitude. A deep winter holiday celebrating the immortal Emperor's rescue of humanity, and his continued protection. It must warm his majesty in these cold months, to have all the Shattered Isles sing his praises. One wonders if he finds the reverence for his power appropriate, or does he remember that for the length of the feast, even he is powerless to make the trains move? (laughs) on train this is a podcast where you play ghost lines an rpg by john harper i'm your conductor greg and i run the game and listeners may have noticed that for the first time in a minute this is actually an episode labeled layover that's right it's one of the episodes where they chill well I've, I've given them a break so you know no need for me to go crazy out the, out the gate you know
1: i don't like that tone of voice
2: this is definitely true and not a lie this is a trap
1: i'm hannah i play Andrew anderson uh, who I guess is about to have a nice normal time.
2: I'm Guy. I play Pip McKeel, who has never had a normal time in his life.
1: That's objectively not true.
3: You
2: did definitely have a normal time in your
3: life. You just forgot it all.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, he'll the before
3: times.
1: <laughs> yeah, you had like 12 whole years of a normal time. Anyway, let's go.
3: Uh, I'm Stefan, and I play Drix, uh, who is super normal and fine.
0: Yeah, well, this is uh, this is the podcast where we're all
2: very normal, mm-hmm. uh, having a good time. The most normal.
3: The most
0: normal. And let me tell you, you know how normal this is? A train pulls into a train station, just as it
2: should. Next, you're going to tell me that a man walks into a bar.
0: Uh, later. <laughs> yes, the train pulls into the station in Severin. The Severosi city connects back to Acheros from Severus. The train is the pride of Duskwall. It is a long Imperial locomotive with a front that billows out fire and smoke in the shape of a mustache as it comes to a rest. The passengers on the train, an eclectic bunch that would travel between cities, some sort of thick-skinned fruit vendor and a friend with an oversized key, a strange small nun and her large companion, Uh, an artist... And also the Minister of Preservation, the man who, in theory, owns this train and all uh, employs all the people who work upon it, uh, Lord Strangford. The large man leaving the uh, locomotive looking unsatisfied and frustrated as the, the slightly chilly seaside Severin air hits him. He manages to take his jacket off of his shoulders putting his hands through the sleeves giving one last wretched look at the uh, locomotive that's thwarted him from inside the locomotive three employees line bulls who keep it safe and have done the thwarting have just been paid by candace the conductor of the train
2: a middle-aged woman with long cigarette holder I feel like thwarting implies, like, a conclusiveness to it, and I'm not sure if we did that. I didn't think we thwarted. We bottled
3: Crowl. That's a thwart. We also stopped his backup, you know, fuck you, of getting rid of Georgie.
1: I think he was pretty thoroughly thwarted.
0: In fact, picking up a spirit bottle, technological capsule, rather than just a, a jar or a clear <laughs> vessel, glows slightly from the uh, straining of the spirit inside Crowl. Candace picks it up. I think I'm going to deliver this towards the crematorium. Personally, I'm going to really enjoy it, I think.
2: Tell me how it goes. You're not possessed
1: anymore, are you?
0: I wouldn't be possessed. He, like,
1: like this isn't he's like- He's the it, one possessing me. Well, what if there was another one?
0: If there was another one, I I don't know. I guess we'd be in trouble.
1: Yeah, that'd be- ba- Jiminy, Jiminy, sniff Candace real quick.
0: <laughs> Jiminy, the dork, looks like a German shepherd with no hair and a handlebar mustache- and only three legs: one in the middle of its body, towards the front; two, and the typical dog's place in the back. Sniffs and licks. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, okay. McKeel, She says, turning to the man who spoke first. Maybe I will tell you about it by the pub if you if you want.
2: I think I'd like that. Also, I think you owe me a you owe me at least one black eye. So that's that's a freebie.
0: All right, I'll. Take you up on it. <laughs> she chuckles a little nervously and leaves. Who um, is the first among you to exit and what you look like in your casual non-work clothes?
1: I'll go. I, I want the record to show that there's always a really long pause when Greg asks these questions. They edit them out, mm-hmm. but but no one ever wants to go first. And I I'm taking a bullet. Andrel exits the train. She is a uh, young Eruvian girl, copper skin, dark hair. She's uh, tall for her age, that age being uh, fourteen. The hair is kind of tousled. She wears what I what I call Victorian orphan boy clothing. I started watching a Chinese drama a couple days ago called Couple of Mirrors. And if, if you ever want a reference about what kind of clothes Angel wears, look up Yan Way from a couple of mirrors because she got she's got all these like vests and newsboy caps and trench coats. It's a great like look.
0: oversized trench coats, yeah. huge Amazing. fucking trench. As, as we were know. watching, Hannah, Hannah literally was like, I, 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 I was in the room when Hannah was watching, and Hannah was like. When I say orphan boy clothes, I think this is exactly what I mean, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was very fun to, to see it. Excellent. Usually Angel has a bit of a gleam in her eyes, but she has had a bad couple days, so I think she looks rather subdued as she exits.
2: My long pause was I was looking up the, uh, the black eye cocktail. I knew it was a variant of the Rusty Dale, but I did not remember specifically what went into it. <laughs> but that is an actual thing that's that's news to me
0: yeah yeah Andrew, i think as you head out you see a couple people are starting to roll big decorative barrels uh, around the train station and they're starting to set up a big canvas for a mural of some
2: kind
1: oh my god it's a feast of gratitude time already
2: who's next either drix is staying behind or it's drix
3: drix like kind of waits for a minute and then sees that you seem to be sticking around and kind of just goes out. What does Drix look like? Drix is a tall, muscular, Severosi man. Dark skin, black curly hair. tufts coming out from under a large black cowboy hat with a red band. He's dressing a little warmer today, so rather than his usual vest, he's got a branch jacket over his white shirt some worn jeans that look nice and comfy and big cowboy boots with spurs.
0: Spurs clink on out and drix you. you step off the train. You you can't help but notice a smell in the air. You're closer to the Void Sea now, but also there's a seafood smell.
3: <sighs> oh, uh well, bad time of year I suppose. Maybe I should go try some more fish.
0: Yep.
2: Last to step off the train is Pippin McKeel, who always looks disheveled. This time, he's got the kind of look of an overcaffeinated rodent, just because, like, he's a little bit excited, because things actually went, like, decently well for him, but he's also, like, incredibly nervous and frightened of everything that is going on around him for reasons that he does not understand or can even comprehend. Fairly tall, fairly thin, very pale... Kurosi man <laughs> British
3: British. <laughs> British
2: With long greasy uh, Darkish hair Tied back into a ponytail And a Bulbous red nose, And Slightly bleary eyes
1: Has Pip always had a ponytail? I don't think I've ever processed that in
2: my brain Maybe. Maybe he doesn't wear his hair down all the time. Some people have drawn it and I've said, like, you know what, sure. Interesting. Pip, as you step off,
0: probably walking in a similar direction to your companions towards the Physiker Hut, there is that tinkle (laughs) in the air as some speaker nearby is playing the battle song of the Purified, that anthem of the Feast of Gratitude, the holiday where everybody thanks the immortal emperor for saving humanity and each other for anything else they might have done. That obviously is not nearly as impressive as that, but, like, come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pip's trying to actively ignore it to the best of his ability, but his white knuckling, real hard, just, like, fists real balled up, and just, like, arms kind of, like, fully tensed. And jaw a little bit locked.
0: Yeah, As you're, you're locking up, Trevor, the Akerosi engineer with big old glasses, uh, is passing by. Hey, gonna shop for any uh, Feast of Gratitude clothes? We got some extra time off with when the, you know, the is already happening, and then in a couple days, it'll be the feast, so so we, we're, we're off. I kind of want to go, like, clothes shopping, huh?
1: Montage? You guys want a montage with me? What do you mean, has- <laughs> What do you mean, montage?
0: We'd all go out, and get some clothes, colorful clothes, pastels, as is the tradition for the season, and, you know- I'd come out, maybe like a barrel or something, and you'd shake your hands. And then I'd I'd come out in a nice suit, and you'd like nod your heads. I don't know, there'd be a girl there or something.
1: A girl? I don't know. I mean, I'm a girl, technically. No, but like, you know, when I kiss or something. Oh, yeah, gross. I think I'll taste. I'm not gonna buy any clothes, but I'll come and say things about you if you want. I don't know if they'll be nice things.
3: Are we supposed to shake our head no on the barrel thing? Because I, 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 I might have other feelings about that. <laughs>
1: Nobody actually wears
0: a barrel, Tricks. You quad.
3: <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: Uh, it's all right. I can tell you guys don't actually want a montage with me. It's cool. I mean, I wouldn't mind, but...
1: Tricks is always up for almost anything.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can montage later, Tricks. Okay. All right. <laughs> guys just, are
3: c- just let me know.
1: We are, like, extremely injured, so right now I would like to go to the doctor.
0: Oh, yeah, of course, of course. That may- maybe you'll stop being
2: such grumpy gusses. Get get, get with the spirit of the season, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like spirit of the season is a bit off-key. Are you doing a bit, Pip? A little bit, but also I am trying desperately not to think about anything.
0: Well, we talked to the, uh, big man- out there, and he points, he points towards the Imperial City.
2: Especially that.
0: Oh yeah, I guess we're talking. Is he, like, bad or something? I I, I do not quite get what was happening with that Walker thing. This is really not a discussion to have in public. Oh, alright, alright. Hey, hey, Drix, during the montage, explain it all to no, me. No,
1: the montage is definitely in public.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I do think it might a little bit bring down the mood of the montage if uh, part of it was <laughs> us cuddling up in a dark corner and me telling you about things that are gonna make you very sad all right we'll We'll
1: discuss when we're back on the train maybe
3: we'll have a catch-up session probably with you and Georgie and just get everyone on the same page I think
0: all right that's 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 fine with me anyways I'm grateful for you guys bye
1: (laughs) we're grateful for you too Trevor most of the time
3: a sweet kid.
1: Except for the mermaid thing I was not grateful in that instance But other times to- And the dad thing But all the other times
2: I would rather Stick my tongue In a meat processing Thing Than be here for any Single moment more Okay you can leave If you want Pip does so well, something
3: crawled up his ass this morning.
1: Yeah, clearly. Did you actually want to do the montage thing? I didn't mean to like, bring down the mood.
3: It's fine. I mean, if Trevor wants to do the montage thing, we can do the montage thing. But like, I'm not particularly invested in it.
1: Okay. Well, let's go, go to the doctor then.
0: I think first to the fizz. First to the fizz. It's
2: Pippin McHugh. Mixture fizz. Pip doesn't say that as a Drix.
0: Pip enters the Physiker's Hut. Uh, The Physicker's Hut currently has a big old crown painting hung up on it, representative of the immortal emperor on the outside. But pushing on past it, heading inside, come to a familiar interior with some sweet, sterile air, smell of potions and lotions and unctions brewing. Moss along the walls As you enter There is a tall figure In a a black surgeon's coat uh, Wearing a plague doctor mask uh, And gloves Every inch of them covered However, uh, they still manage to emote With their body language as they see
2: you And they say Zounds! Pippin Mckeel, Thou art alive! Yeah, that's honestly A reasonable response Given the the circumstance. Tis been, uh, more than a minute
0: since I have seen thee. And I don't mean that literally on account of time. Uh, for me, it has been, um, yay on a week, or whatever I call weeks in here. Time gets strange, but it's been a minute.
2: Honestly, it's a little nice to be in the presence of someone else who is not inclined to celebrate the holiday. The holiday? What?
0: Which, which one do you speak? Is it Duskvorn? No...
2: Is is the feast. It's the the big one. Ah, gratitude for the immortal emperor. Yeah, your your best friend.
0: Thou art correct, I'm not
2: a fan. I should probably quit dawdling since I am very injured. Yes, yes, I can see that.
0: Not only are there some wounds that have just been covered up
2: by uh by some
0: quick elixir it seems Oh my Pip and McKeel. Your body is ordinarily baffling, but here I'm trying to piece together what exactly happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fucked up. Well, I'm going to have to ask of you to uh, bite down on this, because I'm going to have to reopen some of these wounds, uh, because there's definitely some rocks in here. Yeah, can I
2: keep them afterwards?
0: I mean, sure, I guess. Very quickly, Mr. Fizz manages to extract every chunk of rock that you got in you from fighting Voldrai. Not instantaneously, but might as well be. So the pain comes very quickly and suddenly, but then subsides, thanks to the fact that the Physiker is a vampire that drinks pain. There are cross marks left where the rocks were removed, uh, and the skin beginning to heal and cover up. Left on the table in front of Pip are these strange shifting part mineral, part geode, crystalline, strange rocks, every form of earth, just sort of glittering uh among Pip's own lifeblood.
2: Demon rocks. Demon rocks? Like from a real demon? Yeah, we were fighting a, a demon, he's uh made of rocks. It's the second time. Uh Drix has a a belt made out of him for uh, for protection.
0: Ah, nay, 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 this is not happening. And you see the Physiker do something you've never seen before. The Physiker moves a medical diagram from the wall, and there's a window that opens up into a white (laughs) void, and the Physiker opens up the window hastily and throws the rocks, and you see they continue flying as they're thrown as though there were no force of of gravity or any sort of uh, wind resistance to stop them from sailing off, and then the physiker um, just as quickly closes the window and moves the medical diagram over.
2: Huh? It's a hell of an arm there.
0: Yes, yes. And whatever whatever that belonged to is not coming over here. Not going out there. We're never. We're literally never going to see that again.
3: A <laughs> hundred episodes, Voltron Eye Part Three, baby. <laughs>
1: I'll be so mad.
2: <laughs> oh, see, I was, I was, was kind of looking forward to, to keeping some of those rocks. There. They were pretty cool.
0: Out with you, out with you. I'm I'm going to see Drix and Andril, right? Like, they didn't die horribly? No, yeah, they're fine. They're good. All right, well, get out of here so I can see them.
2: Well, good is relative.
0: I'm sure there are all kinds of messed up. Oh, yeah,
2: everyone got real fucked up.
0: Yeah, have fun with it. Uh, who enters? Um, oh, Hannah. What? I'm gonna need another shit from you. I'm sorry. Why? Uh, Jiminy got so kicked.
1: Oh, right. That's fine.
0: Sure, I'll go next. Drix enters the Physiker's hut. The moss swells with your approach.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't remember doing that last time, but oh, okay. Hey, Mr. Fizz.
0: Hey there. No, that's, you, you just weren't here for that last time. The moss breathes, but its breaths are like not exactly to the rhythm of a typical human's breath.
3: Hmm. So, like, does it breathe often? Is it regular? The. Like, if, if it's not to like the rhythm of a human's breath, is it like some kind of, I don't know, like. Uh, da, 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 da. Is it more syncopated?
0: It's like once an hour, but like this is a weird space for time, so I, I I don't even know if that's accurate.
3: Oh, that's true. That's true, actually. How would you ever know that, huh? If you brought a clock in here, it'd be worthless. So could you could you tell time by the length of songs? Is that a thing you could do? I suppose so. Huh? I'm gonna get you a whole bunch of music next time. That's fun. Like some sheet music for me to
0: play on like a little piano?
2: I was going to say, the Physiker definitely has like a harpsichord in there somewhere.
0: <laughs> Either way, hold on. Come over here. I'm sure you're you're not doing so well.
2: <laughs> no, no,
0: I'm, I'm fine. I'm <clears throat> fine. So my understanding is that you uh, once again fought a demon-
3: with well, rocks. so we fought a demon, and then we also fought a bunch of ghosts, including one that was possessing our boss, and had a gun.
0: The ghost had a gun?
3: The ghost had a gun. All right, then.
0: I'll take care of this quick, just like I did for Pip. Thank you. You can think about music to, as the is doing this and talking. Brief moments where, like, you feel the pain from the wounds again, and then they subside as the physicist drinks it away. I've also heard that is the Feast of Gratitude. Yep, that it is. So that's great, I suppose.
3: <laughs> Not very, uh, gracious, huh?
0: No, the Immortal Emperor's own enmity flowing through one of his wardens is what, what has entrapped me here in this timeless void for, you know, timelessness. I, I would say a, a eternity, I suppose. I'm sorry. The Immortal Emperor is not grateful to me, so I say I shall not be grateful for thee, the, the Immortal Emperor. I'm grateful for Theedrix.
3: Aw, oh, thank you. I'm glad that you, you you can be here, separated from it all. You don't have to deal with anyone coming in with any like feast of gratitude songs or the smell yeah. of fish everywhere.
0: Unfortunately, some other line balls are kind of into it, so uh, they do come in here and they're like, "Oh, hey there, Fizzbot! I've brought you some colorful clothes." And I'll be like, "Oh, great! Yes, yes! It's a hat that looks like a barrel. Oh, I'm gonna wear this because I I'm so grateful." Are cool. Not gonna lie, most of the other line bulls—they're not cool like you guys. Oh, <laughs> like Brogan? Brogan's a chump. If you see Brogan out there,
3: just know he's a chump. Brogan's a chump. Okay, I, Brogan's I, a chump. I'm gonna make sure. I'm to make sure to keep that one stored away.
2: I can't wait for. uh... <laughs>
3: can't wait for a guest
0: to
2: be Brogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like go some train like season two where one of us plays Brogan, who gets to be the chump.
1: Uh, I don't think that's what season two
2: is gonna be. <laughs> Probably not, but also it's funny season to two it. is a
1: season two is a
0: parallel campaign that is completely boring, <laughs> like none of the emperor
3: stuff.
2: <laughs> campaign where we're all bootlickers, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, the physicist's like,
3: yeah,
0: well, how about you go on out there and enjoy the holiday? Thanks.
3: Uh, I'll stay in here. Man, wish well, you could come keep you company or something.
0: Unfortunately, it would, uh, it would get in the way of my, uh, dark contract requiring me to help heal line bulls and other such authorized individuals.
3: Well, I promise to get out there, have a little fun, but also, you know, take a little pot shots for you.
0: Oh, yes, sure, yeah. Take a pot shot at the Immortal Emperor for me. Go to Hendrix, yeah. Give a sock of one. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Get, get, get out of here. I'm, I'm, no, you're nuts, you're nuts, get out of here. <laughs> makes
3: Being sense. very
1: literal in the
3: use of the word pot shot. Uh huh. You can't beat the Immortal Emperor, go on out. At <laughs> <laughs> that, Drix just kind of like pulls in his collar and goes, well, alright, goodbye. Woohoohoo. <laughs> Yeah. Andrew entering with hurt Jiminy.
1: Mr. Fizz, I missed you.
0: Oh, Andrew, I missed you as well. Ah, uh, it's been it's been a while. Yes, it has.
1: Oh, and is this Jiminy? This is Jiminy. Hello there, Jiminy. Do thou remember me? It has been so long. Oh, Jiminy, please don't freak out this time. You
0: see Jiminy growls a little bit and then like
1: Jiminy, please, I've had a hard week.
0: Sighs like that that dog sigh that a dog does. What is it? That that dog sighs like it pays rent. Sighs like that. <laughs> and then um, yeah, Jiminy just sort of lays down.
1: Oh, good boy, Jiminy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wouldn't bring him in here, but uh, he he got a little messed up again.
0: I I can see. I can smell the effects of uh, a very powerful pepper curse from here.
1: Yeah, he got sedated, so then we needed to unsedate him because he knew he needed him to ghost hunt. Um, and, you know, it turned out he got sedated by the ghost. So a, a lot going on. Oh, my. Well, um... I mean, thankfully,
0: the the curse is, you know, just things being very, very spicy. But a dog's tongue is more sensitive than a human. So, um, you know, that's probably not fun.
1: Yeah, probably. Is that
0: why you're so chill, little porpy? Is that <laughs> why you, you don't want to eat me? And starting so to pet and uh, Jiminy is like.
1: <laughs> Good boy, Jiminy. <sighs> how are you? I mean, probably the same, but how are you? i just about yeah fair you appear um
0: hmm hold on a minute yeah the physiker uh just as a quick uh, inspection of Andrew noticing uh the burns from the electroplasmic vomit of the gross drippy ghost uh, oh nearby. yeah that was um, fun does this still hurt when i when i touch it or is it
1: oh mm, well, i mean a little not as much as it did before all right well that's 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 not bad
0: yeah, I've got something for it, a a, a poultice or something.
1: I have name guesses.
0: Oh, uh name, name guesses, yes. yes. Oh, certainly.
1: Um, I have a good feeling about this one. <laughs> Carlisle.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll tell you I'll tell you what, Hannah. So here's the thing. I was originally going to have the name be Carlisle. <laughs> For meme purposes. But then I was like, well, what if this was, like, real? Um, So I will tell you this. The Physiker says, Oh my, I think you're getting hotter, except for that last bit. That's kind of cool. Okay.
1: You know what? I'm actually just, I'm not going to try and guess anymore today. I'm going to take that under consideration. Yes.
0: It's kind of an archaic name, I suppose, here. I don't know. I don't think there's many people that would have a name anymore.
1: Okay.
0: As opposed to a maximum or max amount of folks, I suppose there'd be the opposite of that. Did <laughs> I catch my drift? No. Like, instead of the, the opposite of a maximum or max.
1: A minimum.
0: Yes, or something else that would it means the same thing. <laughs>
1: trying to figure out what part of Carlisle corresponds to a maximum. And I would switch out. Oh, the last part. Isle. Uh oh. even
0: the last the last half of that. Oh. Aye, yay. Oh, all. Oh. oh. Yes, so that that part, you're cold. You're cold on that part. That part's no good. Okay.
1: <laughs> Stefan knows it. I I mean. <laughs> Stefan's making a face like he has caught whatever Greg is saying right now.
3: I'm on the tip of it.
1: Again,
0: the opposite of a a maximum or max, perhaps a minimum or something
1: else. Okay, I'll think about it. I'm not very good at riddles. (laughs) I'm 14 and don't have a lot of life or linguistic experience. You know what? I'll ask I'll ask Pippin Drix for help. I don't think they'll be helpful. Um wait a second, can I roll insight? Can I roll insight and get another hit? Sure. <laughs> Alright, that's uh that's an eight. What's really going on here?
0: So I guess if you were to make max short for maximum, that's what, the first three letters? Sure. And what's the opposite of maximum?
1: Min. Minimum.
0: Yeah. So probably the first three letters, a minimum.
1: Carlisleman Carloman? Carloman? Carloman!
3: Carloman! <laughs> you say Carloman. Carloman! Carloman is where my <laughs> mind went first, and then I was like, but wait, there must be something I'm missing. It must be something closer.
0: You say Carloman, and Greg pulls out uh, their phone uh, to read a Pure Thing. The physical recoils as though racked with great pain. There's a sweet-smelling steam in the air as you notice the moss on the wall begin to dry out and burn away. The hydrathic curse on the Physiker, written in the hands most wrathful, grows bright red as the Physiker falls to their knees in agony. You understand the words more clearly now with your studies in hydrathic, and what could not be conveyed in the- is the inanimacy directed at the Physiker, who you now know as Tarleman. The writer of this curse berates Carlum and the never Physiker as an in oh. object never being acted upon. The searing, red-hot words suddenly protrudes a skeletal hand, bigger than even the Physiker. Bloody Muscle begins to cover it, leaving only the pointed, bony fingertips uncovered.
1: What the fuck?
0: Muscle continues to form into an arm, long enough to propel the hand across the room slamming the fizziker into the opposite wall as they give a pathetic hey, and hey, helpless I cry. A voice speaks from the curse's words, but they do not speak in the hadrathu written. Were ye not warned to never chafe against the power of his majesty, Have ye not understood that even this punishment is too kind for a beastly ingrate such as thyself? Thy true depraved self may never be known so long as others have eyes to witness thee. Thy cantankerous attempts to subvert the Emperor's enmity will be stopped always! Bound as they are to the fate of the dead, whom they never rest! Along with the words, you hear cracking noises as the hand presses and rolls into the Physiker, who has no air left to scream with. They respond with nothing but sobs and twitches as the hand breaks their body and the voice continues. Thy suffering is atonement for thy contemptible existence, O vile leech! Choke once more upon the bile of thy damnation. Let it sit in thy loathsome mind when next ye seek to test the purity of his majesty's judgment. The muscles of the impossibly long arm collapse back into the wall, and as the skeletal hand is once more naked, the bones of it split and fit themselves into the trap and strips where they disappear. The physical lies on the ground, twisted into horrible shape. The red goggles obscuring their eyes Have the wetness of tears inside And the area of their mask that must hide their mouth Drips blood and something like vomit On the floor next to them Slowly it bends and cracks Back into its rightful place Well done
1: Mixter fizz
0: The physiker uh, gets to their feet Pulls back a scientific a Diagram And you see a, a window out into a white void They open up the window uh, and you see you hang their head uh, over the window. You can only see from behind the beak of the uh, mask. They shuffle with it, and there is a uh, noise of, of spitting. And then they shuffle it back, move their head back inside the room, close the window, into the scientific diagram, and you see their mask is not clean, but they're, they're sort of wiping around the edges of it. I'm sorry. Angel. Thou hast done nothing wrong. <laughs> <coughs> I, uh, I... I have, in the past, indeed, chafed against the yoke. I did not believe that this would be such a thing. I, uh... I was pleased to, to entertain uh, what you were proposing. If there was anybody who should have known this should have happened, it, it it would be I.
1: Okay. Um, that that's happened before?
0: Not for some time. But when I was new here, I, um... I wish to test the rules and rebel.
1: That's that's so cruel.
0: It is it is.
1: Yeah, I think Andrew is <laughs> I'm tearing up a little, so I think so is Andrew. I um I think she sort of eyes the, the writing on the wall. But she she does turn to the Physiker. I won't say it again, but... But I remember it. I'll know it. And I love
0: thee for that, Andrew. Not many... Alive may remember me, and yet... I would thank you to refer to me as... as Physiker. But please, I... Don't... don't forget it.
1: I won't. Not... not till I'm gone.
0: Uh, the Physiker looks at the the Hadrafi. That may tell, Pibin and and, and Dadrick. I will. These words are powerless to stop you or them. They're for me.
1: Well, then I'll tell them. And I'll... (sighs) Whatever we can do. Just whatever we can do.
0: Then, um, could I please ask you to go... Sit in that corner for a minute. I would, um, like a moment to myself or I'm extra quiet.
1: Angel nods and goes and sits in the corner.
0: Physiker goes into uh, another for a time. Uh, and after a minute or so, responding to something, the door opens on its own, wordlessly beckoning you and Jiminy out.
1: I think I have to go. I'll see you again. All right. Yes. Soon.
0: Please, sooner than last time. I was dreadfully worried for thee.
1: I'll come back sooner.
0: I'm grateful for thee.
1: I'm grateful for thee, too.
0: That's the door closes behind. <laughs> yeah, it was originally Carlisle, and I was like, well, I don't actually, That's, maybe, this shouldn't be a bit. This should be a moment.
2: I wanted to Reward you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a moment it was.
2: Normal and chill Holy time shit. that we're having.
1: Holy shit. was not expecting that one.
2: Uh, yeah. I-,
1: I mean, I was expecting something. I wasn't expecting you to let me get away with it, but I was not expecting that. Yeah, I think Andrew is like visibly crying when she exits.
0: The pub is called the Sour Spring Saloon. It sells Eruvian rum to cater to the taste of Leviathan hunters that you see are an awful lot of the uh, locale. There's also uh, some baked beans that um, Severosi nomads that live outside of the cities are sure to love. There's a sizzling on a grill of some, some horse meat steaks, but it is the season to also have an eel pie in the oven, ready to be taken out.
1: Delightful.
3: What are we feeling, gang, for food? I think I'll try one of those steaks and some beans.
1: I think Angel will also get a steak, um, and I think that specifically when she hears that it's Iruvian rum, she'll order that as well. Mm. With, like, kind of a tight
3: look on her face. Drix will order a soda for her to mix the rum into. <laughs> <laughs> a
2: sarsaparilla! <laughs> there we go. Pip is not going to get the seafood. Not on his life. <laughs> I think Pip will actually order a black eye, though. It is a whiskey drink, so it does fit.
0: This setup is mostly like a bar and a, a grill behind the bar, so there's not like a waiter being like, oh, oh hello, welcome to the store. Um, but there is just uh, somebody slaps the steaks down in front of you. Uh, I can leave a bowl of beans uh, from rolling the plate if the three is used together.
3: Drix looks around at the other two, and before they can say anything, it's just like, yes, yes, please, thank you. All right,
0: bowl of beans.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: when you get the Eruvian rub, Andrel. Good on you. you know, all the, uh, all the hunters around here love the tar of black taste. The what? Well, it's black taste. Spins the bottle. The brand is Black Taste. It's a little slogan of, like, the inkiest sea dorgs. Love the fresh tar of black taste.
1: <laughs> is it tar?
0: No, but it's, it's black as tar is the thing.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And a little
3: bit in consistency. Just a little bit.
1: Huh, that sounds like a drink.
3: Drix is pushing the sarsaparilla towards Andril.
1: <laughs> okay, stop, stop that.
3: <laughs>
0: Leviathan hunters that are around here. Uh, some of them are just drinking from black taste bottles straight.
1: You people are wild.
3: You guys are otherwise left alone. You, you okay, Andrew? You, um, you look a little rough.
1: I found out the Physicker's name.
3: R- really? I didn't, um...
1: Yeah. I was trying to guess it. I've been doing it for a little while. I got it. I didn't
3: think that kind of thing would be possible.
1: It's possible. They just don't like it, apparently. Oh. A A big hand came out of the wall. And, uh... Honestly, I don't even know what it did. But they were screaming and bleeding
3: oh andrew i'm i'm sorry
1: the name was carloman they said i could tell you i uh, don't say it but
3: yeah um at least don't say it in there is it safe to yeah. say it out here i think so okay maybe i can ask cross to tell me some stories about carloman the guy with the the cat's eyes oh yeah yeah that's that's the physicist. it's carloman's uh, apprentice well was long time ago gotcha he was uh kind of overwhelmed to find out that he was still well anywhere alive dead <laughs> somewhere
1: there's just there's no reason for any of it it was harmless I wasn't even trying to get them out or anything. Just I just wanted to know their names. I you know.
3: I think that's kind of how it works. The cruelty isn't warranted, and it doesn't really mean anything. But it keeps them down. And I think that's all that matters to the Emperor.
0: There's a, a sound outside from some children playing. Children knocking into each other. Uh, and one kid shouting out loud Aha! Another Ska thinks he can escape the Imperium, but unity prevails! Ha ha ha! They started laughing and running
3: man
1: I hate it here
3: I know I wish it didn't have to be this way It's not fair It's not right
1: Should we continue our conversation from earlier? In the train? Yeah. Probably. All right, Pip, why don't you go first? You are the one. Uh, hoping to change plans. We're thinking about it, at least.
2: Drix, I'm sorry. No one's going to make it out of here. Safely. The only thing that we can really do now is speed up what we need to be doing. I
3: don't like the sound of that, to be honest but yeah. I don't like playing a lump sum game with everyone's livelihoods and happiness. I don't think that there needs to be a necessary amount of suffering before things get better. I know that Walker is important to you, and I understand that. I just, I I still need some time to process this.
2: Yeah, 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 sure.
3: I'm scared that uh, a lot of people I love are going to get hurt because of the choices I made. People I, um, people I trusted.
1: I don't have anything to say that can help with that, but I'm scared, too, of the same things.
2: They're making moves. We know that now.
3: I guess we have no choice but to move along with them.
2: Yeah. In the saloon
0: itself, looks like an artist and uh, an assistant kind of slowly creating a mural uh, of the Emperor. Looks like plans behind the Emperor, his ancient companions, the, the Purified, from which badge names come from. The mural's not done. They probably wouldn't move the military during the feast, but they are moving.
1: I'm not sure there's much we can do to move faster on a train. We kind of get places when we get places.
3: Yeah, I suppose all we could really do was try and influence the schedule.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe earning some goodwill will help.
2: There might be something that we can do. So you said that Kralstava was the Physica's uh, apprentice? Yeah, you know, before the whole entrapment
3: ordeal.
1: Mr. Fizz turned, them, turned him into a vampire. He was dying of scarlet fever. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He was dying of an unspecified... I'm getting snot
3: everywhere!
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> 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 he was dying of an unspecified illness!
3: The
2: consumption.
3: <laughs> Sorry, continued.
2: <laughs> so... We also know about, a uh, Booker. Yeah? Like his existence, I suppose. We gotta find him if we're gonna, if we're gonna go Leviathan hunting. We've been kinda building up a, a cadre of individuals that...
1: I mean, one individual. We've got Crossdava. Booker is very much a ghost. Or not a ghost, like a weird spirit thing? We
2: got some names and we got some contacts and we're on one of the few things that's able to like move places, see people. I'm not saying that we could be like an underground railroad, but like, I guess an above ground railroad.
1: Okay, well. Or just
2: like a railroad.
1: We were very much a normal railroad. I don't know why we'd go underground. Plus, I like a little thing in my brain. I, Andrew, have no context for this, but a little thing in my brain is like maybe we shouldn't compare the Underground Railroad to our like fictional bit.
2: Underground Railroad is like not, referred to like multiple things.
1: Okay, but like there's one major thing that it referred <laughs> to. All right, okay, fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: trying to build up contact makes sense and you know put contacts in contact with each other it doesn't change the fact that we can't we don't have much flexibility to move again we're on a train and there's kind of nothing we can do until we get to like the places that we need to get to it'd be
3: easier if we could carry messages some way
1: Cross Dava could help with that probably he's got all those doors
2: Actually, yeah. yeah. how could we get in contact with Cross Dava? Well, um, I can see the doors. Do you think you could make one? Uh, I I don't. I could.
3: You are a wizard. Huh. That's not wrong. (laughs) 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 Drake's like, shit, I am a magician. (laughs) (laughs) You have
1: a hat for for it and everything. For for a
3: second there, I almost, uh, I almost forgot I could do... (laughs) <laughs> okay um let's see if we can get a conversation with cross going i need some kind of font of power
0: the echoes are faint, but you do feel them as you kind of like expand your uh, uh awareness for magic wretched cries of pain from the hot tub it's the spirit that um forgot about the hot tub yeah first. the spirit that coleman canature uh warped and twisted into horrid uh battery shape
3: yeah, I've, I've still got one. So, um, let's go find an alleyway where we can top in unseen. I think we wipe cut to the three of us standing in a dark alley with Drix weaving some signs.
1: Angel turns to Pip. I don't know why we're here. We're not, I'm, I don't, I'm not feeling very helpful.
3: Moral support? I guess. Stop distracting me.
1: See, this is why we shouldn't be here. <laughs> I
2: guess then we're immoral support. Okay, I'm done with this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at
0: that exact
2: moment, uh, Drix,
0: uh, actually everybody, at that exact moment, everybody can feel the screams and ringing of a spirit as it is silenced from its power flowing
1: that into Drix. Hmm? Does that count as silencing a ghost?
0: Uh, not legally. <laughs> Uh, Unless you're going to report that you uh, had to go smuggled in the hot tub. (laughs) Drix,
3: you got the power. You got the signs. And I'm going to open a door. Yeah, Drix is going to make a rectangle with his hands on the wall. And then I think he's going to reach to where a doorknob would be and turn it.
0: So most most of the other doors of Cross Davas have looked like actual doors from real buildings that were made. This looks like a piece of plywood with like a circle painted on for the doorknob. But um, surprisingly, it does open up and do the job. Only when it opens do Pippin and Andril notice it. But as it opens it up, Cross Daba turns and looks with his cat eyes. The only thing visible from under his uh, head wrap. He was fretting at some uh, chalkboard with like complex hydrathic instructions and diagrams. Adric, this is very strange. I don't think you could make a door that lasts very long. I suppose I didn't believe that you could make one at all.
3: What is this? He ushers the other two inside and closes the door behind them. Where were you? We went to an alleyway, and no one saw us. It's, it's fine.
1: Drix does magic.
3: I
0: mean, town-wise. You know I'm in Eldira.
3: Oh, uh, we're, we're in Severin. Uh, I see, in Severos. There's a
0: reason you, you reached out to me, yes?
3: Yeah. Long story short, I'm a Severosi magician. He's real short. Things are about to get nasty. A rogue Severosi magician, who I may or may not have aided and abetted, attacked one of the Emperor's, let's say, bodies. Excellent. Where are the others? I can finish the job.
1: Yeah, no you can't. You don't want this heat. First of all, we don't entirely know where they are or how many there are. And second of all, doesn't matter how many bodies of his you kill unless you kill the big one, which we have some idea of how to do.
2: Interesting. We also have some uh, people you might want to meet. Others
0: who have worked with you to devise this means of ending the immortal emperor?
2: Hmm.
1: Not exactly. Well, some of them. Yeah.
3: I mean, we should definitely put them in touch with my family and Nessa and everyone. Severosi magicians. Yeah.
2: You think you could hide, like, a whole town? No.
0: You are looking currently at my home in Aldera. One of the echoes of the city itself. That is why the doors that normally you travel between... ...are echoes of doors that once were and are no longer. Making and maintaining this space, in a tangible sense, is, uh, I'm afraid, my limit as far as the rituals that I've amassed. So I suppose I could hide however many could fit comfortably in this room.
3: Well, that may be more useful than you'd think (laughs) when the chips are down. But, essentially, we need to gather certain objects of power that can help us take out the Immortal emperor. We're not the only ones looking for them. We wanted to make sure, one, that you were with us, and two, that if we needed your help, you could help us get messages to allies, form connections between people. We figure your door system might help a lot. Perhaps,
0: but I am... I have attempted to... Uh, attain allies in the past, and I have come to realize uh, in my centuries of life that I am perhaps not the easiest to work with.
1: Well, work on that. (laughs) How old are you?
0: 300, by my estimation.
1: You're 300, and the biggest obstacle to forming a coalition to defeat... The immortal emperor who has imprisoned your sire for all eternity are your interpersonal skills. Yes. Work on your interpersonal skills.
0: I'm slow to change.
1: Well, get faster. We Listen, I find this. Listen, I gotta, we have to f- go to a spirit well and get a dagger. Pip has to assemble like a million rats. You cannot take a class on leadership.
3: We also have to go quarter ghosts and scovlin
2: just so that, yeah, just so, like just so you, the list is out li- there. Oh yeah, it's Booker. He's one of the purified.
1: There are many difficult parts of this job. You being difficult to work with is the one I am least worried about.
0: I am merely saying that I may not be an asset when it comes to forging these alliances. All but right, I will offer what I can.
1: Okay, that'll work. You can- we mostly need you as a go-between. We'll do the heavy lifting because all of us are very charming.
2: Surprisingly. And
3: worst case scenario, we call Tegan for the cute kid routine.
1: I can do the cute kid routine.
3: Sure. Yeah. Krastava
0: looks away from Andrel.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there was no response to, Booker, that's kind of a big deal. I name among names. But, like, one
3: of the purified. He was one of the original badge holders. Then I am certain he shall
0: be formidable. I am most concerned with the mechanics of this plan. Drix, you are able to see the doors of the old city quite naturally. You have irrevocably been changed by some entity not of this world. I, too, have been changed. But a typical Severosi magician may not be as skilled in the art of whispering and allowing themselves to attune to the ghost field to witness it. You will need to help me reach out to them. I can do that. Not only that, but it is my understanding that they live outside of lightning barriers. These doors go to cities, not plains. You must bring them to danger in
3: order to bring them to me. Understood. We can figure out how to safely get them into a city so they can come to you. Is there um, anything else you need? Because I'm about
0: to go murder a lot of sailors.
1: Uh, Just a footnote, I guess, in this discussion. Information for you to do with as you will, since you are currently in Eruvia. One of the people who's also trying to get at least one of these artifacts is uh, Lady Ankuset, Just in case you run into her and get a chance to like throw bombs. Or whatever,
0: I may thwart any attempts by Cuset fleet ships. But if by Lady Ankuset you mean the true Lady of the noble house of Ankuset, I will unfortunately have to be more cautious. Okay. She herself may have no power, but
1: yeah, I mean it wasn't like a a request request, just like a, for your information, really. Also, you should
0: be very careful of her.
1: Yeah, I got that.
0: The noble houses have a true connection to the demon princes. They are but human flesh and blood. However, crossing them will bring the gaze of the princes. Cross, you've been around a
3: long time. Compared to you, in the grand scheme of things, not so long. Have you ever seen someone who has been changed by the demon princes, a Gualim? Yes. They are a common sight in Aruvia. Mostly around Uduwasha. Has anyone ever managed to undo some of that? Tricks. You're right. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, Andrew. I just um... There is no
0: undoing. Something like that. No sooner can you undo my presence in this body as a vampire. Okay. A guileem like a vampire is prepared from a hollow. While I Have stolen this body permanently, all at once, without a trace of its original owner. The Demon Princes are subtle, gradual, more
3: insidious. Thank you for telling me. I just kind of needed to hear it. Yeah. As a process, it may be halted, but But never
1: reversed. I figured out your sire's name. That's also just a for your information. We all know their name.
3: I'm glad. I'm sure they are glad. Hopefully. Maybe sometime you could um you could talk about it. Maybe. While I work upon my interpersonal
0: skills, I shall attempt to overcome the barrier between my throat and my tongue that prevents me from speaking.
1: Oh, that was real poetic. I feel like you're going to be really good at this once you get the hang of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, maybe you are a cute kid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Angel winks.
0: (laughs) Is there perhaps
3: anything else otherwise?
1: No, I think we're good. Yeah, that pretty much
3: covers it. I think we caught you up pretty quickly and efficiently, honestly. If you'll excuse me,
0: the crew of the Bristleton is about to get an unhappy awakening.
1: Have fun!
0: As you leave the uh, the plywood door with the, the handle closes, it would disappear from sight for <laughs> Angel and Pip, except it actually falls to the floor, clattering very real for it
3: all present. Huh. huh. Hmm. Honestly, didn't expect it to work like that.
2: Well, I don't think that's gonna work again, so. I'm out of batteries, so I'm gonna need to send for some. <laughs> Can you contact your Spark Boys for something like that? Nah, I think um
3: I, I think I think the Spark Boy Power Club might not have the exact type of energy that I need. <laughs> Are they not sparky enough? I'm not looking for a spark. I'm looking for more of a more of a fire, if you will. I feel like I've lost the plot on this euphemism. Euphemism? In the
0: coming days before the Feast of Gratitude? Wine bulls find some employment with side jobs. We'll start with Pip. You are hired by one Mila Windwood. She's an Aruvian, hiring for the docks. Uh, When you arrive, she's got one of those eye panels by the door. She like opens up and she pokes her eyes out and she says, um, Are you Pip and McKeel?
2: In what can be qualified as the flesh.
0: What's your badge name? McKeel. Good. And she uh, closes the... And then you hear uh, a couple of locks unlocking and she opens it up. Uh, all right. Now, I need you to help some of my boys haul some broken parts off their Leviathan Hunter.
2: Yeah, sure thing.
0: We're pointed towards the Inner Void Sea. It's pretty calm sailing around here. So when it comes to Leviathan Hunter repair, it's often easier to float them down this way than to try to send them all the way on the rough seas back to Port Unity from Duskfall. You're going to see a lot of salty sailors that don't particularly want to be here. So the faster you can pick the broken parts off and I can put the better ones on, the happier they'll be and the happier your wallet will be. You get me?
2: Understandable.
0: Yeah. So Pip, you spend a good amount of time like yeah, carrying off broken bits with like blacked up rope contraptions doing some like lame pulling big ship parts off moving the uh, the metal bits to various Leviathan Hunters, hooks and fucked up saws and nets. There is one Leviathan Hunter ship that uh, there should be like uh, a mechanism, like a mechanism that like, can be operated by a lever that moves a much larger mechanical bit. But there is like a chunk of Leviathan Spawn corpse. Meaty. Yeah, like gross looking, many tentacled sunfish with like fucked up teeth is uh, caught in the mechanism. I would like a roll for how uh, how we're getting getting this thing off.
2: Oh, God.
1: Yeah, I bet you'll get it off. I don't know. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Pippin McKeel fucks...
2: Pippin McKeel
1: fucks fish. That's what that <laughs> joke was. Pip and McH-
0: Hashtag Pippin McKeel
3: fucks fish. Hashtag Pippin Make McHale. it trending on Twitter. It's mm-hmm. ending. Please don't. <laughs> Honestly, if this is the first thing we trend for, uh, it was all worth it.
0: (laughs) Put it on Tumblr, Linda Carter. (laughs)
1: Linda Carter, retweet us! (laughs) Linda
0: Carter will (laughs) reblog us on Tumblr without knowing what it is, but she's very enthusiastic.
2: (laughs) We appreciate it. The fact that I healed off means I don't get the bonuses, which is very funny to me. I think this is finesse, because like, honestly, the fact that it's a fish makes it so that Pip has even less desire to deal with it than usual. All right. Just especially given, like, the time of the year, just like, I (laughs) want nothing to do with this. I don't even want to look at this. I don't want to think about this. Pip was like, where can I I avoid
1: fish? Oh, I'll go (laughs) work a job at the docks.
2: (laughs) He wanted to pick things up and put things down. But also, yes, Pip is not very smart. Uh, I'm going to say this is finesse as I'm trying to, like, Touch it as little as possible to try and get it out of the mechanism. Of course,
0: of course. For our listeners and also for uh, our players. I'm doing a new thing mechanically for this. When our players buy in with multiple chits into a single side job, they're going to get to do their roll here multiple times and take like the better result.
2: Cool. Uh, One of those is a six. The other one ended up in like the corner <laughs> of the dice tray. <laughs> so I'm gonna going to reroll that one. That's a two. I've got plus one, so that's a nine.
0: That's well, yeah, just uh, you. You spent three chits on this, so roll, roll two more times, and just see what the highest. Uh, so so far, that's like an eight as far as
2: numbers go, nine total. Uh, that's a six, and that is a seven. So nine is the best nine one. Nine is Keep the best one. <laughs> Still, that's the same as seven.
0: Okay, so no bonus to your roll at the end. Uh, how how you doing this one? Uh, which, which, which...
2: I think this is done, like, quickly. I don't think Pip is, like... I I don't want to think Pip wants to deal with this fish any more than this fish wants to be dealt with. You quickly,
0: uh, and with the least amount of contact, try to get this fish corpse off. After some swift poking and prodding, there is a sudden... As a bunch of gases that were building up in the corpse pop... Further breaking Ooh. a little more of the already broken mechanism, but very swiftly ejecting the and spawn in chunks back into the uh, the inky depths of the water.
3: Ooh. All right,
0: Andrel and Drake go over to a uh, forge. Uh, looks like there's a there's a foundry actually. There's a foundry near the docks. As you arrive, there is a there's a button with like an intercom to speak at. Pushing the button, there is a voice. It uh, says, uh, "Are you?" Adric and Andrew Anderson. Yeah. Yes. Yep. What are your badge names? Dun- Dunville. Colburn. You kind of paused there.
3: <laughs> well, uh, I, I, so I had almost said Dunville because I knew she was going to say Dunville, so I was. It, it just kind of happened as like a. Sympathy. So which one of
0: you is Dunville?
1: I'm Dunville.
3: But I'm I'm Colburn.
1: He is Goulburn.
0: Okay, just so you know, I am armed. Uh oh my The sounds God. of uh, the sound of some <laughs> a buzzer uh, and some locks as Mila Windwood, Mila Wynwood answers the door.
1: All right, I guess Be- this is the bit for this <laughs> 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 for this episode. <laughs> uh,
3: hello, hello there.
0: All right, all right. Yeah, I guess I could have one of you, one of you, getting your little child hands in okay. for the mold. and the other. Uh, you look like you could handle something hot.
1: So which one of us is doing the child hands thing and which one of us is doing the other thing?
0: You're very funny. Unfortunately, (laughs) that does not help
3: uh, with the kind of work that I need. I will acknowledge it, though. (laughs) Appreciate that. I didn't think my hands were that small.
0: I repair Leviathan hunter ships. And the quickest way for a lot of the metallic parts is just casting them in iron. Uh, And here we are in Severus with lots of iron. That's why they call it Irondale down south. So, I'm going to need you to help me get the material onto existing parts, the example parts that we have, to really get the molds accurate. And okay. I'm going to need you to pour that hot metal in. Yes, uh, you seem to be raising your
3: hands. Um, why, why did you build this place in Severin if you needed iron? Wouldn't it have made more sense to build it in Irondale and then, you know...
0: It's only a short train ride. To get the iron from Irondale. But for the Leviathan Hunters that sail here, it needs to be a quick trip. I'm meeting them halfway.
3: Okay, that works. I was just curious.
0: I understand. Curiosity is good, but it will not help you do this job. Uh, Andrew? <laughs> can you make me a roll? For, um, yeah, so basically the gimmick that she does, she's got some standard parts. But some of these Leviathan Hunter ships, they're a little customized. So, uh, when they collect the broken bits, uh, and they get some mock-up pieces to sort of, uh, get the right version, and she just needs somebody to help get, uh, gelatinous material
1: okay. to coat
0: it to make a mold.
1: Well, that sounds pretty finesse Temporary to me. Temporary
0: plaster mold. Or not plaster, but something That's, like that.
1: Yeah. That sounds pretty finesse mm-hmm. to me, so sure. I will finesse. That's a seven. Nice.
0: Uh, You only put one into this, so net zero for your roll later. Any way you want to do this? Uh, no compromise. It takes a minute, so Drix has to handle a lot of the more standard ones, but you're able to get this mold for a custom part, kind of set. It's going to be a one-time use thing, but there's only one for the ship. Drix, you're pouring some hot molten metal into this mold. What are you rolling for that?
3: I'm gonna roll some finesse, baby. It's a finesse day. It's a finesse day. Nine total, because it's a seven plus two. Any particular way you're doing this? Try and do it without trouble, compromise, or cost. Sounds good.
0: Not
1: only is it a finesse day, it's a middling finesse day. Mm
0: -hmm. It's so hot in here, Drakes, and the longer you stay here, the hotter it gets. The more you're thirsty. Oh, like this isn't like a sexy, sweaty, hot. Like quench your thirst. (laughs) Oh, this sucks. It's always sexy. No, it's 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 real bad. It's real bad. This is like the real version of what they had you pretending to do.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh. So take off all your clothes.
0: (laughs) Sizzle. I
1: don't think we have the rights to that.
0: You're right. Angel goes next. Crematorium. Later on, in the days leading up to the Feast of Gratitude. You were hired by one Christopher Templeton. um,
1: Christopher! Christopher.
0: Christopher is an incredible name.
1: Good name, good name.
0: The Shattered Isles names, they're so good. Yeah, uh, Christopher Templeton is a Severosi uh, diplomat. You're called to like a, a minor diplomat's office near a crematorium. And upon seeing you, dressed in an almost Acherosi fashion, that you're not quite used to seeing a Severosi wear, he says, uh, yes, yes, perfect, perfect, your frame. I can practically see your ribs.
1: Why is everyone so weird about my age and size? All the time. I never show up to a job and, and people are like, oh, look, a line bull's here. They're always like, oh, you're a child. I, <laughs> every time.
0: <laughs> you know, maybe perhaps you should savor that because someday you're going to be an adult. Nobody cares how old you are when you're an adult.
1: I would be, I would be cool with that. I'm just going to be cool with that.
0: Either way, that is not what I'm here for. You being a child and growing, presumably, and also the... The sharpness of your ribs means that you are actually well suited to this.
1: I'm wearing pretty loose clothes. I have a vest on. Do
0: you have an appetite? Yeah. It is the feast of gratitude soon, as you know. And so there's further scrutiny upon our crematorium here in Severos that we accommodate more traditional death and burial rites of those of the various cultures. There's all sorts of things. I hear in one town, uh, people prefer to be tossed inside a volcano that they revere as some sort of god.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that.
0: Do you know about Elysian beliefs? No. The Elysians believe the sin in life, it's it's carried into the next one. Obviously, we know there is no next one, but the important thing is for those grieving. They believe there is one way in order to, um, well, not expunge the sin, but to uh, transfer it over to someone who is willing. Okay. That is eating a banquet specially prepared in the presence of the corpse.
1: So my job is to eat food with the dead body.
0: Yes, several corpses. There was a recent coach accident that has left a full cadre of five Elysian nobles. So I, uh, an unfortunate pre-feast of gratitude feast that must be consumed by one person.
1: I don't love the taking on their sin things. That feels like a bit of a cop out, but I'm getting paid. And again, who says
0: who says it's real?
1: I mean, I there's don't know. no next life. We I, know this. I don't. I don't like to take chances.
3: it's a living.
0: Either way, uh, I believe you can do it. Okay. They open up a door, and you see uh, there's uh, five corpses uh, under shrouds, uh, and before each one, there's like uh, a couple course meal for each. It's all their favorite foods in life. Okay. Yeah, so what are you rolling to eat all this food?
1: I don't think I can do it. My steal is awful. What it can do, though, <laughs> is sneakily push the food around on my plate so that it looks like I've eaten more than I have and, like, give strips to rats and stuff. I'm doing a finesse.
0: Ooh, you, you, who else you can give strips to?
1: Who? I don't know, you're, you're looking- You're always forgetting him. Jiminy! Yes, I'm going to feed some to Jiminy. I'm going to, like, stuff some in my shirt so that I can eat it later. Uh-
3: <laughs> I like to think this is something Angel's been pretty good at in the past, because, you know, you oh, gotta totally. you gotta store food. You don't know when it's going to dry up. Hey. She's a
1: scrappy orphan! We're doing, like, when you are trying to sneak so many snacks into a movie theater-
0: also, you spent two chits on this, so you can roll twice and take the highest. Dope.
1: All right, so first is a seven. Gang, gang. <laughs> Second is a 13. Good job. <laughs> That's a very funny one to do well on, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: You're able to very quickly get through it. Jiminy's eating a bunch. Some nearby rats are eating a bunch. You got it. stuck in there. The corpses are only starting to smell by the time you're done also that'll be a what oh, is it yeah plus 2
1: plus 2 oh, and i have too. i have a lot of leftovers
0: mhm tricks trade baby
1: this is actually also this is like when work uh, it has like a conference or something and they're serving tacos and i take like four tacos home this is something i'm very good at in real life oh
0: by the way this is um <laughs> this is uh, inspired by real tradition called a sin eater
1: Interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's uh, associated with whales.
1: Huh. Me. Uh,
0: yeah. I, 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 the I, country,
1: not the animal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I heard shout about this and Kai. I was like, oh, shout out to Kai. I know I, 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 I said it was like an Elysian thing, which is like a little unfair to Kai because, like. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a friend.
1: whales analog
0: we don't have a whales analog because i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that to whales again <laughs> i'm not gonna make whales conquered not by again. the bridge <laughs> not again Titch, not this time whales. No, I'm just um, yeah so dricks you're hired by ramira JN, the Aruvian clerk who works for geist as you arrive your best friend she smiles widely and she says Howdy, partner. Been an awful long time since I saw you uh, getting along, little dorky, around these parts. But I hope uh, you haven't forgotten your old partner since last you rode off into the sunset. Well,
3: sasperillatations to you, too.
0: (laughs) Sasperillatations. Yes. Yes. This time, however... I don't need you to be an old cowpoke. I got a whole nother kind of prairie dorg for you to hunt.
3: I understand normal metaphors. I just, I do need to say it. We're selling Geist brand gratitude gifts. Oh, nice. Geist brand, Geist brand, it, uh, Geist brand, got it. Mm. Brand I, I grat- believe you can do it, partner. Geist brand gratitude gifts. Yep. Got it. Got it. Got it.
0: Geist brand gratitude gifts. And we need people to buy them, so people can be grateful for them when the feast comes around.
3: You sell them, and I'm—we get people to buy it. Yeah, that makes sense. But we're
0: not going to simply set up a kiosk like any old carpet bagger. Ooh, I don't like the sound of We've that. We've got one. He, us here—a gimmick. <sighs> Here's a little something that we here at Geist like to do. How about for the next couple of hours, you're going to sit over in that mock chair right there and you see like a, a cheesy throne behind like a backdrop that looks uh, vaguely reminiscent of depictions you've seen of uh, the Astral Spire where the emperor lives. We're going to dress you up as the immortal emperor. Kids are going to come by, kneel and swear fealty to you and uh, say what they're grateful for. And if they want any the
1: gifts.
3: Incredibly normal. Oh, wow. This this is going to be fun. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, I love making kids smile.
0: <laughs> oh, of course, of course. I'm plum happy that you're the one here in Severus, because um, I got to tell you, back in Acheros, a Severosi emperor does not play
3: well. <sighs> oh, no. Well, I'm glad I'm here, too. I feel like that would be a lot to deal with in Acheros. <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah, tricks.
0: Pain. <laughs> what do you What do you roll to to get through this shift? <laughs> kids, the kids like are like kneeling in front, like, oh, Emperor, I swear eternal fealty. I'm very grateful for you saving all of humanity and my mommy and my daddy and my dog. <laughs> I'd be especially grateful if you could get me a pet octopus. <laughs>
3: It's gonna be finesse. <laughs> I think it's going not steel. I think it's going to be finesse because uh, the game here is hiding the way that he cringes through. <laughs> He's cringing every time a, ca- a child says something like that to him. I'm not gonna lie; that does come come out a little like steel. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. It's gonna be steel then. It's gonna be steel.
0: Tell me when you when you don't want to do. I imagine uh, panic, or flee. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, is there like a get mad option? Yes, there uh, is. Rage, rage lose,
3: lose control, control do unintended harm, baby. Yes, let's do it. All right.
1: I kind of hope you fail. I want you to yell at a kid.
2: That would be very funny.
3: <sighs> okay, that's a that that is a seven.
1: Damn.
2: Uh, you
0: spent two on this though. Okay. Yeah, let's see. What's your what's your next roll?
3: That is a five.
0: <laughs> um, and so those are both total numbers, right? Yes. So you do one that you didn't pick. It's going to be a plus zero. But I think there's one instance where <laughs> a little Severosi girl is like, Immortal uh, Emperor, I I swear fealty, I'd like, uh, I mean, sorry, I'd be grateful for a cap gun so I can shoot the nasty nomads out in the plains. And I think you freeze up at that, not knowing quite how to... <laughs> responds oh, uh, or or like a like a stuffed doggy or something like that what what
3: what is a, a stuffed doggy uh,
0: yeah and ramira jayden is a little a little upset because the cap gun's more expensive but <laughs> but yeah and that is how the, the shift ends uh with drix in a, in a big powdered wig and a big collared you know emperor get up sitting on
3: a, <laughs> on a fake throne <laughs> When the shift is over, Drix does, um, just, excuse excuse me for, uh, just, just a second. And he, like, goes around a corner and just kind of squats and goes, into his hands. Let's quickly roll rewards.
0: Reach for each job they did. Pick two stash or one favor. And so, like, the multiples, like, Pip gets three picks of... Two stash and one favor. So I think you each get three of those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. Rolls, two rolls.
1: Great. That's a two for forge. Uh, and a three for uh, crematorium. So
3: three? Oh, so even I rolled a two? one. Oh, okay. Also got a two for forge. Uh, one six... And one, two for trade.
1: Oh, Do I roll twice for crematorium?
3: Do you
2: just roll once? Because
3: I'll take the double set.
2: I need to take a picture of this because that is statistically improbable.
0: Go ahead and do that. I'm trying to think. Uh, For simplicity's sake, let's just roll once. Okay. Okay. Because you're already rerolling rolling for the, the plus. It's
3: whatever. That's fair. Yeah, it's good. Alright, so yeah. Uh, then a two for
2: forge and six for trade. Two ones and a five. Uh, no, those that's are sixes. seem...
0: The sixes. Oh, are sixes. Yeah, oh, the, nice. Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> why I'm like, that's statistically improbable.
0: For the sixes, you can do another pick of plus two stash
2: or plus one favor. Mm. Or get offered a job. We're already getting offered a job, so I think I'm just gonna... Take the the extra favors. So I'm gonna gain like four favors from these. And what's the five? Five uh, it's, is is five. Nothing.
0: I think I'm just gonna do it where it's just like one one roll per job. Still, even if you're gonna pump it in, so we'll just take out the six okay. for the, the whole docs, just for simplicity's sake. Fair. And I know what I originally was saying, but I think I think if you're already rerolling the complication roll, it's
1: yeah, we do get our flat rate. The right Mm -hmm. amount of times, so.
3: Question to Greg. Batteries. Those are going to be custom gear? Sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, custom gear, and it's going to take a little bit of time to get them from uh, magicians.
3: Got you. Okay.
0: I'm going to roll a rumor. We'll say rumors were gotten probably from Forge. So we can be the same rumor. Mm -hmm. As you are getting paid by Mila Winwood, she says, uh, I thank you both very much for uh, what you've done for me. I think I said before that your being funny and your being curious were not helpful to the jobs that I had to require of you. However, if it does make you good at your other job, I have of late heard some news that is useless to me. That perhaps might be useful for you while you are here for the Feast of Gratitude. The Church of the Ecstasy of the Sacred Flesh will actually buy inhabited spirit bottles. So I don't know if they, like, let you guys keep them. Or something, or if you can they make sure super they f- don't. Well, maybe you could make sure that um you don't report them as bottles and keep them or something. Either way, apparently the church will buy them, probably for some nefarious purpose. But everybody's got a nefarious purpose these days.
3: <laughs> Very true. Who's really judging at that point?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so with that rumor, where ordinarily we would. Uh, Head back to the train for another line. Instead, the line bulls are staying in Severn for the feast of gratitude, and the next line uh, will be a ghost job that takes place over it. You know how like Die Hard is legally a, a Christmas movie. Uh, next line, legally a feast of gratitude line. I think it'll catch on.
3: A line of gratitude, if you will. Bye. 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 Happy see you. New Year. I think we want to talk New to you Happy New Year. Happy see you. New when New we see. Year
0: is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, a podcast with the Faustian Nonsense Network, where we played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. Music by Sebastian Black and TJ Woods. Edited by Greg Corobus, with Creative Commons Zero Sounds from freesound.org. An additional sound design by Kai Gwillem Pritchard. Our cover art is by Yoshko Agresta. Your line balls for this trip were...
1: Andrew Anderson, badge name Dunville, played by me, Hannah Levin.
3: Patrick, aka Drinks, badge name Colburn, played by me, Stefan
2: Lewis. Pippin, Pip, McHugh, badge name McHugh, played by me, Guy's bell. And I have been your conductor, Greg
0: Carobus. For bonus content, as well as behind the scenes, become a patron of the Fausian Nonsense Patreon. And in lieu of monetary support, a review on your favorite podcatcher will help Ghosts on a Train maintain visibility. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train and left can just bring them to the Lion Bowls. Thank you for riding with us, and please consider traveling with us again next time.
1: If only I hadn't remembered that the physiker was a Twilight joke. <laughs> <laughs> then this episode would have timed out correctly. Then this episode would have been
3: a normal one.
2: <laughs> this would have been a normal, calm one. We would have been fine.
1: This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative soul- souls just like, just like you- yours. 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 Faustian nonsense. Your, your, thanks your, you for your, your patronage.
2: Just like yours.